Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I know. It's incredibly frustrating, and, um, and it doesn't make sense to people logically if you've got an elected district attorney who does a review of the conviction for nine months and concludes that there were so many problems in the process that at the very least to Forrest Johnson deserves a new trial. Why hasn't that happened? Um, But what we have is a really unprecedented situation where we have a local district attorney, Danny Carr, who has called for a new trial with the support of the original prosecutor. Um, But we also have our state's attorney general, who represents the state of Alabama against DeForest Johnson and any other person unlucky enough to end up on Alabama's death row. And our Attorney General, Steve Marshall, has called this call for a new trial a subjective opinion and is continuing to pursue DeForest's execution. Yeah, that's just clearly and plainly obtuse on his part. But it's not the first time a prosecutor or an attorney general has taken a stance like that. Probably hasn't even read the case, in my opinion. Uh, This one reminds me a little bit of the Curtis Flowers case featured Mm -hmm. on In the Dark. An innocent man was subjected to six trials, four death sentences, 23 years in prison. But in that case, the U.S. Supreme Court heard it, and the prosecutor was found to have rigged juries by race. Flowers was finally set free. Here, the U.S. Supreme Court just recently decided not to hear the DeForest Johnson case. Why do you think? That's a good question. They, um, you know, grant cert to uh, very few cases that come before them. And so I think that obviously DeForest and his legal team had hope that the highest court would take a look at the case, but it wasn't shocking that they turned it down because they turned most cases down. He still has a number of appeals in state and federal court, um, but he's been on death row for 25 years, and that's a long time, and so he doesn't have all the time in the world. That's the reason that we wanted to put this podcast out in such a comprehensive way, because unfortunately, you know, the legal avenues to overturn a conviction like this become narrower and narrower the longer a person is locked up. And I think that's something that we um, encounter in this series and um, kind of push up against is the limitations of our justice system in self-correcting 
you know, his attorneys are attacking his case from very granular, nuanced issues. You can't file a claim in court saying this person's innocent. It's literally not a legal argument that you can make in a death penalty case once somebody's convicted. So that's kind of the situation that we're in right now where he has incredible support for his innocence, except from the one office, Alabama's attorney general, that can truly make a difference. And if they were to have a new trial in this case, there would be no case. The prosecution would have nothing uh, based on all the things that you found and people coming forward because Violet Ellison is, would be, uh, you know, deemed not credible. That's what they hung their hat on during the trial. So there couldn't really be a victory by the state in this case in the second time. Well, and it's when you've got these um, very serious convictions that are built on purely circumstantial evidence, sometimes that evidence can change. And we see it over and over again in wrongful convictions where a witness recants or somebody admits to lying or being pressured or, you know, some new detail comes up and it totally changes the understanding that we have of the evidence that was used to convict the person. So Jeff Wallace, the original prosecutor who we also interviewed for hours for this podcast, told me that he believes the evidence has changed in this case. His understanding of Violet Ellison is different now that we shared with him everything that we discovered, but it's out of his hands. You know, he says, I'm a retired prosecutor. I can't, what I say has no teeth. I can't like, you know, get somebody back in court because I feel differently about the evidence used to convict them 25 years ago. And that's one of the limitations of our system. Yeah, you used the phrase or you quoted the phrase from in front of the courthouse, bondage to the law, and that mm-hmm. that people are in their own silos in the justice system and they can't seem to break out of those silos to do the commonsensical thing when all of the evidence points to something else than what was originally decided. Common sense just does not enter into the justice system. So let me ask you, Beth, as we wrap up here, What is the main thing that you learned about the justice system along the way? Oh, man. Um, A lot of things um, shocked me about this case. I think um, the length that the state will go to to secure a conviction and the unbelievable power the state has to convince a jury that someone is guilty on the flimsiest of facts or evidence. That's astonishing to me. The three jurors that I interviewed, none of them could really put their finger on what it was that convinced them beyond a reasonable doubt that this man committed capital murder and deserved to die for the crime, other than believing Violet Ellison. I think it speaks to the deference that most people have to the state and to law enforcement Maybe that's changing now. Maybe it's a little different than it was in the late 90s. But the power that the state has to just dispose of a person is is really terrifying. It is definitely frightening. And one of the themes that you see with these cases that end up being wrongful convictions is uh, ear witnesses, eyewitnesses, and then jail snitches. 
And all mm-hmm. of those things have turned out to be just, they're just so unreliable. And the justice system has in the past relied far too much, put way too much weight on those things. Well, I've had a lot of people say to me in some form or another, if we are going to give our government the power to kill its citizens for crimes that they've been convicted of, we better make damn well sure that they are 100% guilty before we let the state kill them. And right now, we can't say that for sure because of the rate of exonerations and because you can get convicted of capital murder based on circumstantial evidence. DeForest Johnson was convicted Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Based on the testimony of one woman who claimed that she overheard him talk about the crime. That's it. I have listened to a lot of different cases, read about a lot of different cases, and some most of the time I have some lingering doubt in the back of my mind. Well, is this person actually innocent or not? I got to tell you, I have 0.0% on this one, and it's very rare that I have that. I just cannot see it any other way. There's just too much overwhelming evidence, but yet this man sits on death row. Beth, how do you think this story is going to end in your heart of hearts? Gosh, I mean, I wish I could say that it's going to have a favorable outcome for Teforest, and that is you know, what I'm trying to manifest, and that's what I keep in my prayers and my hopes and um, and hope that this podcast will help illuminate the truth and, and push um, his eventual release forward. Um, but I live in Alabama in the Deep South. We have the highest rate of death row sentences per capita in the nation. We have a long history of persecuting uh, people of color, particularly black men and women. And, um, you know, I just can't say that the state that I live in and I'm from has a great track record here. So I'm um, forcing myself to remain hopeful and to remain positive. But at this point, it could really go either way. And the truth is, DeForest Johnson is running out of time. Yeah, and that's unfortunate. But... The work that you've put in and your colleagues is highly valued by people, myself, and I'm sure a lot of other listeners. And I know that you mentioned that there are people in the legal community who are jumping on board this case to see if there can be pressure put on because 
if there's any person that deserves to be not in prison, it is DeForest Johnson. Beth Shelburne, the podcast is called Ear Witness. Be sure to check it out. Thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate it.